Pastor Mark, so good to be here and uh, amongst so many saints and uh, certainly bring greetings from the Assembly in Bendigo and uh, also from across Africa. Now, often when you see me standing up here, it's usually to present something uh, related to Africa. I'm not doing that tonight. We do have a couple of uh, slides that I'd like to bring up. We could do that now. We've just been asked, each of the speakers, to bring up uh, uh, some good news as has happened over recent times and for us in Bendigo. We uh, enjoyed, through COVID, we were able to purchase our own hall. So uh, this is uh, the group of saints there last Sunday. Um, just so you're aware, there's two places beginning with B in Victoria. The one where the sun shines, as you can see by the photo, is, is Bendigo, not Ballarat. Um, now the next slide there, uh, we'll just show a meeting inside the hall there. Um, so just to give you a couple of uh, photographs of the meetings that we have there in uh, our new hall. We're thrilled, of course, uh, what we see there now as uh, we conduct our meetings, we have regular new people coming through the meeting. We've had a number of baptisms this year already and uh, we're just looking forward to the Lord providing the increase. There's about 50 or so saints in Bendigo uh, and we have about half of that number here, so about 25 or so here today uh, joining with, with convention. So excited to be here and uh, certainly rejoicing in the work of the Lord in our lives. If you've got your Bibles handy, let's open them up to the book of Exodus and chapter 15. The theme uh, for this uh, session uh, tonight is Signs, Wonders and Miracles. I've been asked to speak particularly on God's uh, healing power or God healing and uh, that's something that uh, I experienced myself. When I first came along to the church, uh, my life was very much uh, governed by my anxiety condition. I've shared it from this platform twice at previous conventions and God completely healed me of all of my anxiety the panic attacks that I suffered so frequently, God completely set me free. My wife wasn't able to have children. Today, she's sitting over here proudly with her, or two of her daughters, two of three daughters, and uh, her four grandchildren. So God has wonderfully worked in our lives according to his promises. Here in Exodus chapter 15, I just want to read a few verses here. The uh, journeys of uh, the children of Israel through the wilderness and the various stations, they came to a place called Marah. And I just want to read about that. Starting in verse uh, 23, when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah, literally means bitterness. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet, there he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them. And said, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep his statutes, I'll put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. And I just want to declare, if you like, that this is the God we know. This is the God that we've come in contact with as we've been filled with God's power, his Holy Spirit. This is an Old Testament uh, scripture, but as we'll see shortly, that uh, it applies equally to the church of God today in our current day and age. And God himself is introducing himself here to the children of Israel as the Lord that heals thee, Jehovah Rapha, 
as those that uh, would know the Bible here. And it speaks of his nature. His very nature is to heal, to restore, as this word particularly means, to mend, to cure, to heal, to repair, to restore, to make whole. That is God's promise to you and I. That is the promise that's introduced to us through the pages of the Bible, through the miracles that we read time and again throughout the scriptures that just prove God's desire to heal and the healing that is brought to us through Jesus Christ, through his death, through the very resurrection that he then uh, saw. We saw that followed on after he was crucified, was raised up three days later and then poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. We're part of that today. It's available today, of course, for people who've not experienced this for themselves. And maybe as church members, we're waiting on the Lord for needs in our life. I just encourage us all, uh, press the reset button as far as our understanding of God's healing power. Come back to the word of God. Come back to the scriptures, such as this promise, Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. Turn up to the New Testament, if you will, to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. There's so much more I'd like to say about that particular uh, passage there. Of course, uh, the, the branch being thrown in to the water. Jesus Christ is identified to us in Isaiah chapter 11 as the branch. Jesus Christ brings to us that healing power in the New Testament time. And uh, just one verse here, in verse 20. We read, For all the promises of God, in him a yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. A little bit uh, earlier in verse 18, it says, But as God is true, a word toward you was not yea and nay. You look into the Amplified Bible, it brings it out. A yes that might mean no. That's not God's promises. God's promises are yea and amen as we read in verse 20. To read this from the Amplified Bible, it says, For as many as are the promises of God in Christ, they are all answered yes. So through him we say our amen to the glory of God. In another translation it says, For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes, and through Christ our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. And as we read this verse, it's reminding us that Jesus Christ has brought alive all of the promises from the Old Testament and he's brought them to you and I so that we can take God at his word because we've come to know Jesus Christ as we've been filled with God's Holy Spirit, as we've received of his power we now have this in our life. The promises of God opened up to us. And as it describes them, they are yea and amen. They're yes and our amen to the word of God. And when I do travel into Africa, you meet uh, the saints in Kenya, and as uh, they greet you, uh, they'll say, praise the Lord. And uh, the response they're looking for is amen. As yes, acknowledgement, we're praising the Lord together. 
because of what God has done in our lives. Now, when we look at these promises, we're also reminded that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Why is that verse so important? It reminds us that there is no changing with God and his promises. There's no changing in what Jesus Christ has achieved at Calvary. It wasn't more in the early days after the day of Pentecost and less today. It hasn't changed over time. As we look about uh, the room here, there's many people and many people with a testimony to God's power, to God working in their lives as we have experienced each of us ourselves and we can each testify to this power of God in our life, to this healing ability God has brought to us. I just wanted to share a couple of the testimonies from Bendigo. A number of these people are here. I'm not necessarily going to name each by name. But one sister had tumours on her liver some years ago, uh, discovered uh, during a scan, and uh, she was uh, told that it uh, could be quite a serious problem that she would have. And uh, ten weeks later, she went back after a time of prayer and... uh, Uh, she was told they didn't exist anymore. They'd completely disappeared. In fact, the radiographer that was doing the test on her at the time got angry with her and said, why can't I find them? They should be here. In the meantime, God had stepped in and healed that sister. That same sister came to a house meeting a few years back. And uh, she'd uh, just prior to that, uh, she'd been to the optometrist, optometrist because she'd seen flashing lights in her eyes. And the optometrist looked into her eyes and said, this is serious. If this happens again, you've got no choice. You need to go down to Melbourne to the, uh, to the hospital there and uh, you need to get something done about it. You will lose your sight. She had prayer that night at the house meeting and was instantly healed, never to suffer that anymore. God moved. God healed. His promises true to us today. My wife, Tony, only a, a little while back, Uh, She was tested for sleep apnea, having trouble sleeping at night, and uh, she was found to be towards the highest end of the scale uh, for sleep apnea. We had a prayer and fast, and uh, straight away, again, God stepped in, and she was healed, the promises of God. One sister, Myrna, came back from Africa um, a couple of years ago, and it was a Saturday, and uh, I got a phone call to say that Myrna had just been taken into hospital. She's a lady at that time in her 80s. She's now 93 years of age. And uh, at the time, she'd had a stroke. And uh, as we arrived at uh, the hospital, as I arrived there, there was a sister from Adelaide who's here today, Erica Williams. She was there um, just uh, comforting Myrna. Uh, Myrna was prone on the bed. Her eyes couldn't move. She couldn't speak. She couldn't move any of her limbs. She was just lying there no recognition that we were present with her. So we closed the curtain in the cubicle where we were in the emergency department. We just laid hands on her and started praying over Myrna. She started to move immediately. The next morning I came back to the hospital and Myrna's sitting up in bed drinking a cup of tea saying what happened. She'd been completely healed. God raised her up from that stroke. In fact, she had to stay in hospital for the next two weeks, she said, Um, because they still wanted to treat her for the symptoms, even though there was absolutely nothing they could find that proved that she'd uh, 
had that particular stroke at that time. None of the symptoms were left. Uh, another sister, um, some years ago, she suffered a serious case of postnatal depression. She spent five and a half months in hospital as a result. Back in the day, she underwent electric shock treatment. It was so bad and so cruel, you might say, as well. And yet that sister today is here with us, completely healed, 18 months after first having uh, the onset of this uh, depression. She had a time of praying and fasting, woke up the next day completely healed. There's many more testimonies like that just in Bendigo, as there is many more here, once again just confirming to us God's promises alive and well and working in our lives today. Matthew chapter 11, if we will, just the last scripture here. As we're turning there, I might just share another testimony. just thought of a sister only last week, got up and shared what God had done in her life, and particularly that she's suffered depression from time to time, and in her case, she testified, she says, I know whenever I go through this that the saints are praying and they get me through it. The comfort of knowing that the saints are praying for her is sufficient. And she comes through those times that she has that and uh, she just rejoices in the prayers of the saints and the power that comes to us through prayer. Here in Matthew chapter 11, just quickly if we will, in verse 1, it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, are you that we uh, that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, and the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Brothers and sisters that are here today, new people that are here today, if you've come along for your first meeting to the Revival Fellowship, this is the Jesus Christ we know. This is the same Jesus Christ alive and today, today, that is working in our lives. His power is present to heal, to move in our lives, to free us from whatever it is that we, we might have ailing us today. God is able to do exactly the same things. Jesus Christ brought it to us. This is his fame. This is his reputation. This is what Jesus Christ is recognised for and this is what is present for us today. Don't change the promises. Let's just hold to them. Take God at his word. Take the word of God applied in our lives. Let's continue to see the power of God here tonight as people are prayed for later as we see the signs, wonders and miracles that God promises as we've experienced. And all the people said, Amen. Amen.